0: listening to a to, the a to the k a to the k
1: a to the k a to the k a to the k, k. wrestle talk podcast check it out change your life you'll be thanking me later so since you've been speaking for ages, <laughs> he I'll said me that was dead i <laughs> we're not done we're not done <laughs> do you want me to talk through the cards and you can talk through the uh the if you would stuff. be so kind carl that would be so for the final segment, segment three, we are doing a pay-per-view coverage of NXT's War Games, with the match card being a War Games match, the women's match, which was Team Candice LeRae taking on Team Shotty Blackheart, with Team Candice LeRae picking up the win. We had Tommaso Champa taking on Timothy Fatcher, Fa- really, Fatcher, Fatcher, lose loose lose some pounds, you Fatcher. Um, with <laughs> Champer picking up the win. We had a strap match with Cameron Grimes taking on Dexter Loomis, and Dexter picked up the win in that one. We had the North American title on the line in a triple threat match with Leon Ruff, the title holder, defending against Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano, with Gargano picking up the win with some help, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, And the main event of the evening was the men's War Games match. We saw the Undisputed Era taking on Team McAfee with Undisputed Era picking up the win. And that, Anthony, was the War Games card. Do you want to run us through the highlights, and know, I certainly can. I'll need some contribution from you because I know some of these highlights
2: are yours. But I will look at the notes right now and I will say, um, firstly, the women's War Games, right? Now, I'll let you cover your reasons for Gonzalez because I think that was yours, right? Yeah but um I think the standouts in this match and it was a really good match but the standouts in this match were actually Shirai and Gonzalez mm-hmm. to the point that I think that would be a really compelling match going forward between the two of them for the title um and basically just that they they were kind of the pivotal characters in it you know Gonzalez uh, sorry Gonzalez Shirai had to really have a show in here because she is you know just by the fact that she is the title holder she is the 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 best women's wrestler there you know so she had to had to bring it in that sense. So I think um she did a good job. Obviously. Um Team Larray took the win. But um I think for me those two were the standouts there. And I'll let you talk on Gonzalez because this, this note comes from your good self. But I totally agree with your your sentiments on, on Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, you know, this Pay-per-view, for me, started out really strong. I think we had this match, then we had Champa Thatcher, and then as we went on, it got kind of, I don't know, progressively worse, uh, which is unfortunate. But I think for me, this opening match it was just, I don't know, this is what women's wrestling can do. And yes. it didn't feel like a women's match. It felt like a this is a top-tier wrestling match. Everyone gave the role. You had some crazy spots. You had some crazy moments. You know, it was brutal. I think Candice LeRae broke her arm. Um, yeah, yeah. Match. <laughs> you know, like, I think that was because Shotzi's um, crazy fucking, fucking, whatever the fuck it was, she did. Oh, she um, fucking lunatic man. <laughs> I think it was a weird sent-on thing from, from my, uh, like a ladder or something or, or off the top of the cage, I can't remember But I,
2: yeah. I think it
1: was a ladder, but... But yeah, so I think, um, yeah, phenomenal match. And yeah, yeah for me, um, you know, as... As you, as you said, I think Gonzalez is someone who I haven't been fond of um massively. I thought, you know, we had the whole is she gonna do something very Ripley? Is is like this kind of thing gonna happen? And she always had like the physique, she's had like the potential, but yeah. we've never really seen that match from her that was, you know, she could be something. This for me was that match. She was the standout in this because if anything, she was like, she was made a star in this because yeah. the contribution she had, the way she was involved, you know, the, how menacing she was. I think she picked up the win. Um, it was just like an, all, an all-out an standout performance, I thought, for her. And it was, it was one which kind of made me think, okay, she's going to be something. Whereas previously I was a bit on the fence. Whereas I was like, okay, this is, you know, Gonzalez's moment now. She's going to be, you know, got the potential to go on to be like a, a big star. So yeah, I thought she was fantastic.
2: Yeah. No, I c I couldn't agree more. Um I, it's one of them where you you, you could have she's in there as like playing that sort of trope, of like she's the big bodyguard type character. And I think you, you could have easily sort of slept on her as a as a wrestler. Um and the fact that they've sort of put her in this in this sort of prominent position in the match so that you can go, actually she's fucking good. Um I'm hoping that they use this momentum and it's going to be things for her going forward. Mm. 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 Um. So next highlight, Carl Tommaso going up against Thatcher was as brutal as you thought it would fucking be. <laughs> yeah, these two were not going to hold back, and we knew they weren't going to hold back. And fuck me, they're going to feel sore tomorrow, man. There's going to be so I I would be wouldn't be surprised if there's some injury come from this because we had Thatcher bleeding from the ear at one point, like they fucking went for each other, man. Um, just beat each other up. Like, was it even? A, <laughs> was it even wrestling? I even, yeah, <laughs> I don't think this was wrestling. Um, yeah, and you know, fair play. I, it was compelling as fuck. But you know, when you're like, ah, oh, I think someone might have had an injury from that. I don't even know where the injury was. But I mean, you can't bleeding from the ear is Not good. That that can't be a good thing. So I don't know. Maybe maybe some time off for both of them. But um, I, I need to moan about it slightly because I feel like as good as this was. We're going to go right back to where we were with Thatcher kind of having no direction, mm.
1: because
2: that's what he was doing before Tommaso. come along and wants a piece of him. Um, Tomaso, for me, you could have put him up against Loomis and you could have another compelling dynamic. Thatcher, not so much, so not to go straight into a negative from it, but that's the only problem I've got with it. it.'s like where'd you go from there?: a yeah, I good mean, match
1: though. You know what I think you're absolutely right. I think the the big criticism I've had of uh, Thatcher was that since the riddle match he's had nothing as he he felt out of place he's felt like just on the show for no reason (laughs) and exactly you know this was something which i was like okay you know champa that could be a really good match and it was but now it seems to be done with there's not you know there's i can't see you know anything else happening with these guys so it's like that has become a
2: really weird character for me because it's like this is exactly what's (laughs) happening with him he's like he had that pit fight match with riddle and that was it was a really good match and then he, he floundered for a while, and then he's had this match with Tommaso, and it was a really good match. And I feel like we're gonna flounder for a while. Like it, I don't know. It's like the in between epic matches. They don't know what to do with them. Mm. It's it's really weird. I just I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just something about it. Yeah. Um. But we'll see. The last one, Carl, not necessarily a highlight. Again, is just something I need to talk about because I still don't know whether to call it a highlight. Mm. And that was um, the main event. Yeah, it was really good. I'm still torn as to whether the undisputed leader should have win. Does that kind of totally deflate the the kings of NXT? Feels like it does. I just don't know. It was it was good, but was it a highlight? I'm 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 not even sure whether it might even be slightly an you know, old shite. I don't know. I just don't know about <laughs> the
1: whole main event. I I kind of feel your pain on this one. Um, I don't know. I'm probably I'm probably gonna take some flack for this, but I was really like really impressed with the uh, you know McAfee when he made his uh, debut. I was mm. like, okay, fair play. This match, I don't know, it wasn't great. You know, he did the whole spot off the top and all that kind of like, the stuff he's, he, he's been willing to put himself through, you know, is commendable, like fair play. You're not in the business and you'll do some crazy shit, mad props. But yeah. like he was exposed in this match for me. Like there was that bit where he jumped off the turnbuckle with no, like he just jumped off. Like there was no discernible move. He was trying to land and then Gargano super kicked him in the face. Oh uh, no, sorry, uh, Cole um, super, super kicked God him in the face. Where he came? Away. the fuck <laughs> oh, out of nowhere? A wild guy oh. gone up appears. No, but uh, Cole super, super kicked him in the face, and it was just kind of like, what were you hoping to land? You jumped off the rope like this. <laughs> like, you got, like sh- it's stupid. So, <laughs> <He was> just, <laughs> catch me. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, on, on a week where we're kind of, you know, remembering um, Pat Patterson and like the stuff he's done to contribute to wrestling matches like mcafee needed some more direction in this match i i, I felt he, he just like simple things that the the sh- direction jump off that way <laughs> it's like you know he should have been told do something that makes it like you're gonna hit a move don't just jump off in a fucking like you may as well just do this with his arms in the air it's just like a uh, fucking landed on a <laughs> crash can swim, <laughs> yeah like he just jumped off for no reason and then got super kicked, and it was just, it was like stuff yeah. like that. And like, I know he did the yeah. great, like the crazy swanton off the top, and you know, fair play, you mad bastard. You I know what? It.
2: The thing is, like, this is the thing, like, he, he's willing to do some crazy shit, but I think that's probably the problem. Like, previously, he did a couple of spots in a match that didn't involve him heavily, so it was crazy. Whereas this time, it's a bit more like you realize he can't wrestle, like, he needs some more experience in that, sadly. Um, I and mean, I'm not taken away from what he's done so far and he is really good on the mic considering, but um, he definitely needs some more training in the ring, I would say, for that kind of stuff. Like you say, that like I've got Eddie Kingston in the back of my head here calling him a spot monkey for some reason. I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but but um I don't know, yeah, I I think you're right. I think it was a, a fairly directionless just leap. And it's like, well, that's the kind of stuff you kind of need to sell a bit better, hmm. but um, yeah, I don't know, Like, how did you feel about the Undisputed Era winning? I, do, I feel like that kind of take, took the legs out of this new faction straight off.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm kind of unsure on the longevity of the faction to be fair, I think. It probably made sense because Undisputed area is probably not going anywhere, whereas, mm-hmm. I don't know I think, is is Pat McAfee already said, you know what, I've done my stuff I'm going to move on to something else because that's what I do or, like, you know what I mean is, okay. is he in it for the long haul? I don't know,
2: like not so much Pat McAfee because like he, he'll do what he wants to do in that sense he's having this experience in wrestling but like for Pete Dunne to make his comeback and join this faction for the faction to then lose and potentially dissolve we don't know Um, I don't know it just seems like a bit of a like directionless thing for Pete Dunne you know what I mean yeah I mean to, like for me by the way come back look ripped as fuck by the way he's well, yeah. proper
1: threatening now I think for me it's probably not the worst thing in the world for him to come back and you know enter into a, a big storyline and then exit Quickly and go into himself again. Mm. So you know, I'd I'd be more for him not part of the faction. Yeah,
2: and you know what? I dare say, with looking at what Riddle's doing on Raw at the minute and the way Pete done is now he's come back. I'm like, I kind of sad that we never got the the dissolve of their friendship and an ultimate subsequent match. You know, mm. that would have
1: actually been quite compelling. Or can we see it on the main roster? <laughs> no, mm. don't be silly. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> so um, so yeah that was maybe a highlight but was very negative the whole conversation so probably not a highlight but I had to talk about it because like I just don't know it's a strange main event anyway let's talk about the actual O'Shea to go and I've got two All right first one, first one is <laughs> sorry Um, first one was uh, Grimes and Loomis and I'm trying to give it a little bit of credit by saying that I don't know if we've maybe been spoilt with strap matches this last year which is a weird thing to say but like you stack this up against Fiend Bryan, and it's like, well, this wasn't, uh, it was nowhere near as good. So then I'm sat looking at a strap match that was not as entertaining. And I'm like, hey, I don't know, I think the-. it ultimately landed in the same way that every fucking match that he's had with, or match that he's had with Loomis has landed, where Loomis tapped him out. And I'm like, okay, I I don't know. I feel like they built it up by having Grimes trying to avoid him so much that I was expecting more of a match-match, more of a beating. And I know they, were, they you know, the stipulation was there, and it can be a bit of a goofy stipulation, but they didn't even honour the stipulation properly, Carl. And I'm not going to take credit for for this, because I didn't pick up on this, but I've uh, since read about it, and it's like WWE just have abandoned the um, being able to tap all four corners to win the match, and you can just win it however the fuck you want now. Yeah. So the strap element became a lot less useful anyway. <laughs> But even so, like, I don't know, I I was expecting more from it, maybe wrongly, so I don't know how you felt about it.
1: No, I think, to your point, we've seen a lot of matches now with these guys, and I don't know, this one didn't feel like the one that was going to finally put the feud to rest. And I think, you know, Cameron Grimes, for someone who would be so, you know, shit in the bed about this kind of match, again, came out, didn't look scared at all. (laughs) It was just a bit like, I don't know, storytelling isn't, a strong point I don't think because you know you've had the whole well these guys are in a feud and it's like well why you've had the whole Cameron Grimes thing where he's like oh I want to go after fucking Dexter Loomis's sister in the shower you know, it's, it's just like, so fucking oh. and then you've had all that weird shit and then like you've got it all the way come down to a strap match and then he comes out just like himself like yeah I'm, you know and it's like well I thought you were scared I thought you were terrified of Loomis yeah, just, that's how you've been selling like, it <laughs> mm, yeah I don't know. For me, it was just a. It was a bit of a letdown. I hope it's the end. You know, it, I no- hope so. We need to move Loomis onto other stuff. I want to see it. Loomis Champa. Well, yeah.
2: Like, fuck it. Do it. Do it. Do, Do it. it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last O'Shea Carl was the North American title stuff, and I'm going to try mm. and not repeat myself too much here, Carl, because exactly what I feared would happen happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Ruff played a. He was a prop. He was something there to help the feud between Priest and. Gargano. Um, but on top of that, now we've got this inclusion of um, Austin Theory, who's now aligned with Gargano, which this guy is just apparently just forever the follower. Like he was sort of directionless after Rollins dumped him, so he just had to find someone else. And I think that's not the best for him. He's just sort of wandering around looking for someone who can lead him. Um, and I don't mind Gargano as a heel, especially the way he's been lately. But I don't like this idea of bringing, like, I don't the the whole thing now. We've got like um, Indy Hartwell and now Theory all part of this Gargano family sort of mafioso thing they've got going on. I'm not overly sold on including more parties to that. Um, I didn't mind him taking the belt back as much as it affected Ruff. I am really aggrieved that this is carrying on quite clearly carry on a feud between him and Pete.
1: Don't want that. Yeah. I mean, for me, the biggest failing of this whole thing was, you know, the whole theory reveal was like he was like the sixth, like, Scream character. Well, yeah, because he was the only Scream character there. <laughs> So it's like, well, who were those other fucking five then? Like, I hate when, when, when like, stuff yeah, like it was like, just guys. Yeah, it's like, well, really? You know, like, like it does me, it proper does me head in because who were them other people? Like, you know, yeah. fair. You know, fair play. It made Priest look like a bit of a badass going out and getting rid of the scream characters' sound. But then it was like, well, yeah, they were all decoys because we only really had theory. And it's like, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm never a big fan of that kind of thing. Where yeah. you've got loads of them, but it's only for the one.
2: Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Because then it's like Priest is a badass when it comes to normal people, but another <laughs> wrestler. Oh no. Well, exactly.
1: Like, what? And it's this theory. Theory loses say, all the fucking um, time. Do disqualifications not count anymore then? Because he got absolutely twatted with a fucking spanner or something, didn't he? A wrench.
2: Yeah, I, I, do you know what? Like, I'm not I don't know if it, like, because they never really specified whether it was a stipulation of the match. I thought DQs would have counted, but apparently mm. not, as you say. No idea. Um. But yeah, like, I felt, I do still genuine, and again, apologies, because I am starting to repeat myself, but I do genuinely feel bad for Ruff, for because that this was his whole, the whole point of having a title was just for this, like this sort of, I don't know. I don't even know why they had to include him. Just because the the feud between Gargano and Priest would have been even more boring than it is. I don't know. Mm. So yeah, that that wasn't wasn't great for me. This was as a pay per view. This was actually quite dull. Like, mm. and I think you hit the nail on the head. Something you said earlier about like starting out great and and sort of got worse yeah. and never picked back up. That's kind of the wrong way. You know, I'm I'm always for a good opener. Don't get me wrong, but the fact that it wasn't like good opener, calm down a bit. Good middle match, calm down a bit. Epic main event. This was just like let's start really high and then just slowly plateau. Yeah, and it was kind of a, an unusual config, let's say. So, um, sorry, uh, have you? Uh, looks like you've got another note there. Do you want to mention that before we do ratings? Oh, no, no, have I said. Uh, underneath your, your rating. Oh, um,
1: yeah. I mean, to, like to be fair, it was just more context around the the reason why I gave the rating. But for me, oh, well, fair enough.
2: Yeah, um, we, we do ratings, and if you want, yeah, go on. Okay, for me, um, I would actually. I'm gonna to have to give it a two and a half again for the same reasons that I gave um, SmackDown a two and a half that it was it was better than raw, but it was as far as a pay per view goes, it kinda because of, I, I might have even been inclined. If this was an NXT, a normal week of NXT, I might have even given it a three, but the fact that this was meant to be a pay per view kind of drags it down for me. Like mm. I'm like I held it to a probably a higher standard, I suppose, because of that. So I was like, I can't give it a three as a pay per view. So it, it has to be a two and a half for me. Yeah.
1: Well, Anthony, I think this is the first time we've agreed all episode. <laughs> um, so for once, I've not gone under yet. Um, yeah, two and a half for me um, as well. I thought, honestly, the War Games matches, you know, which the whole pay per views built around, were were pretty solid. I thought they were they were good. You know, mm-hmm. the women's match yes, was exactly. fantastic. The men's one was decent. You know, it definitely wasn't bad. But yeah, there was a couple of things with McAfee that I wasn't really keen on. But yep. you know what? I think. The main gripe I had was, for me, I don't think NXT do a great job of filling two hours. I I think it was a fantastic show when it was a one hour show way back when. And it was like, you got some, like you you crammed so much into one hour that it it felt like, yeah, this is like a great use of my time. Whereas like, I feel like now it's a lot of filler. So if they can't fill two hours, I find it hard to fill three and a half (laughs) or however long the pay-per-view was. So for me, I felt like the war games matches went on, I think like 45 minutes apiece, Mm. And that's a long-ass time to watch a wrestling match. Like, unless it's like an Ironman match between two people that you think are fucking amazing, you know, it's a long-ass time to watch a match. And I think when it's the type of match it's like a War Games match where you're waiting for people to join and then there's a lot of recovery time. And, yeah, it, was just, it felt long. And for me, that was the reason it kind of dropped quite a bit. So, yeah, two and a half for me, I thought. All in all, it was fine, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think other than the war games matches it was a bit meh. And I think the point I made where it was round, it started off really strong and then just kind of went downhill from not ideal.
2: Yeah. No, that that's a, a really thorough assessment of that to be fair, mate. I couldn't agree more. I think you're totally right about like now they've got extra time, the the put filler in like we do not need Damien Priest's hot tub time, for instance. Like it's just not necessary. Um so I think like you say, there's a, sadly a little bit too much filler in there. Um, maybe that'll change when you know the COVID situation isn't as bad, and you can have a more stacked roster and more people because they are working still with less than usual, but you know not dire numbers, but less numbers than usual. So maybe we can pack it out a bit more then. But certainly right now it's um I, I, totally
1: nice.
2: And that was uh, NXT War Games Takeover three. Life <laughs> uh, removed. <laughs> and that was uh, the show for the. I was going to say this Week in wrestling. I suppose it kind of is, but that was uh, 80K's Wrestle talk for this week, guys. Now, of course, you've already heard the adverts for uh, commercials for, um, <laughs> for the love of wrestling. And, of course, I'm going to play that again, because why the fuck now? But, Carl, do you want to tell them how they can find us?
1: Oh, so many ways, guys. You can find us on our social platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, others. Um, all, did I say Facebook? Probably Facebook. You did, you did. Yeah. Facebook,
2: yeah. Any, did I miss
1: any? I don't think you missed any. You know, I okay, think that was quite thorough. Cool. All them. Um, obviously, you know, you can go over to our YouTube, subscribe there, click the little notification bell, you know, all those things do people that. Tell you do to that. do. Do that. Um, but yeah, we are anywhere. Anywhere you can find your podcasts, anywhere that you can find wrestling entertainment, wrestling memes, wrestling posts. We're there. And, you know, drop us a like, drop us a follow. help your brothers out. That's all I can And uh, obviously, if you fancy some merch,
2: if you if you like the shirts I'm wearing, or if you like the shirt Carl's wearing, show them, Carl. It says other stuff. There you go. If you like those shirts, if you want to see other shirts, then head on down to 80k.co.uk and look at the shop section. And Carl will be adding three more that we've mentioned throughout tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And if there's any you can think of and you would love a shirt, you know, to adorn your body with a quote or something we've said or done, or just, you know, any weird requests. Because, you know, yeah, whatever. you're a bunch of weirdos, aren't you? You know, if you want a picture of us doing, like, stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh, <okay. laughs> Subscribe to our
2: OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nice. But, uh, no, that's, that's us for another week, guys. So we will see you all next week. We will see you all for another Ringside Report another this week of wrestling and a fun, unique segment. Cause I believe we've not got a pay-per-view Carl. So we're going to do something a little bit
1: different. Hallelujah. Oh we'll yeah. We'll reveal that next we're week. Back to segment three. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So we'll see you all next week. We will take it easy guys. Monopoly events presents for the Love of wrestling, Europe's largest wrestling convention back in Liverpool, the exhibition center between the 15th and 16th of May. Guests this year include Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle, the icon, the showstopper, Mr. Wrestlemania, Shawn Michaels, three-time WWE champion, three-time TNA champion. Things are about to get extreme with Jeff Hardy, seven-times women's champion, diva of the decade, and Hall of Fame star Trish Stratus, Grand Slam winner, and the wrestling god, John Bradshaw Layfield. These and many, many more will be joining us in Liverpool. Find us on Facebook at For the Love of Wrestling visit our website, fortheloveofwrestling.co.uk For tickets for entry and guests, visit ticketquarter.co.uk That's ticketquarter.co.uk For the Love of Wrestling, by the fans, for the fans.